Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Taryn Luquin from sunny Southern California. How are you doing today, Taryn? Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me and on such short notice. I really appreciate that. Oh, welcome. So if you just want to, I'll kind of open the floor for you for a second if you want to introduce yourself and tell, tell everybody a little bit about yourself for those who, who don't know of you yet. Hi, my name is Taryn Luquin. I am located in Southern California and... I actually live in Los Angeles, but I, all my clients are I spray tan for are in Orange County and parts of San Diego. Um, my business, I own Paradise Airbrush Tanning as well as the SprayTanAcademy.com, and I've been in business spray tanning since 2005. Wow, it's like like over a decade. <laughs> yep, 12 years already. <laughs> wow. But I love, I love what I do, and I just love making clients feel very confident and beautiful. You know, spray tans have come a long way since I've started. So, I mean, back in the days, shoot, a lot of spray tanning solution was like kind of the spray tanning industry was kind of breaking out. You know, mm-hmm. in 2005, you know, not many people knew about it. But then, as the years have gone by, more people and more people, you know slowly hear about it and like oh what's that let's try it mm-hmm. and here we are today in 2017 and now the industry is pretty swamped yeah it definitely is i've seen a lot of uh not only companies and service providers but obviously manufacturers are offering solution and different products and things like that so it's definitely a growing and booming industry so it's it's really good to see that it's how far it's come in the definitely. last you know few years yeah, it's getting it's getting better. I'll admit, it's definitely getting better from I mean, from back in the days when I started. Yeah, yeah, tons of different things, that, uh, places to get. Obviously, education, like you said, your your academy, obviously products. Uh, you mentioned that as well. So, the you know the number of competitors in has kind of helped to raise the level of competition. I feel like for everyone, which is a good thing. Yes, definitely. So. Since uh, since 2005, I'm sure you've had a lot of uh, good times and a lot of bad times in the business. I mean, that's just the nature of it. I, I kind of like to touch on both ends of the spectrum, on the low end and the high end. So if you want to share with us, you know, your your best um, entrepreneurial moment and also the worst entrepreneurial moment, I'll leave that open to you to kind of start with whichever one you'd like. Um, the best the best moment I've had was actually probably the first moment I've had. <laughs> Um, I, the best moment I had was spray tanning for an Ed Hardy fashion show. That was like right up my alley there. Um, how I got a hold of them is they were on my MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were on my MySpace and they were advertising, you know, their fashion show. So I decided, well, let me email them. And so I emailed them. And they're like, yeah, we do need a spray tanner you know, for the models, and so that's how I got into that. That was, I mean, that was really great, and a lot of, because of that, I've actually gained a lot of clientele from that. Um, A lot of other good moments was um, I spray tanned the cast of Entourage, 
We are some of the cast members from Real Housewives of Orange County. And every now and then, I spray tan Lisa Vanderpump from Vanderpump Rules. Mm-hmm. And a few other celebrities. But those are like my best moments, and I love them. Um, also, my worst moments, I would, you know, my worst moments are when... Other companies try to sabotage my business. Now, in Southern California, how I started my business was I looked at, you know, like everybody starts their business, they look at their top five competitions out there, you know, and then they look at the pricing and all that. And so I'd done all that, my research. And so I decided to have my pricing at least, you know, a little lower than what others had it. And so... Because of that, I've gained a lot of clientele because my prices were low. And from my marketing 101, I've learned I've learned that if you have prices, you'll have a high volume. If you have high prices, you're going to have a low volume. I actually truly believe in that. But they also mentioned if you have your prices too low, then you're going to make yourself look cheap. So I kept that in mind. But because my prices were good, everybody loved my prices. I've had companies that would actually want to sabotage me. They've called me an embarrassment to the tanning industry. Um, they actually tried to set me up and tried to sue me, which I had to get lawyers involved. Um, actually, a couple of months ago, I've gone through the same thing. I, I mean, I'm not trying to badmouth anybody, but when companies try to sabotage me or slander my name or anything that's where I have my lawyers intact and so that, that those moments would actually be the worst moments for me but yeah. at the same time it makes me stronger yeah definitely I, those those moments would would definitely be frustrating and you're you know you're, you're right on with the uh, uh, low price higher volume higher price lower volume and it's just all about what people want to do obviously if you wanted to do high price and be more upscale you probably have less clients and if that was your you know prerogative and your motive then that could be what you wanted but you wanted to do it the other way around which is perfectly fine and everybody has their options out there to do that and it's free to go look at everyone's pricing and their local area and just establish what they want to do and, and kind of go from there. So it's, it's interesting that you took that route. Uh, definitely. And, um, on the other, on the other note, I'm a huge entourage fan. I used to watch that show. So that's cool. That you got to spray tan some of them. <laughs> Those guys are hilarious. I'm sure they they are. Were, oh my God. They were hilarious. Like, am I going to be orange? No. <laughs> Lucky. I, you know, when I tanned them, I said, do I look orange? I have a tan on right now. I have the medium on, which is my 8%. If I don't look orange, you are definitely not going to look orange. Yeah. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Very cool. That's that's cool experience. So thank you for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Yeah, Taryn. So if you had to think back, uh, 2005, and I'm not sure if you'll remember, but do you remember how you got your first paying customer? Craigslist. <laughs> Craigslist. All right. Craigslist. You know, a lot of people. I can understand why people don't go to Craigslist because, you know, of all the things that they've heard. Um. Actually, back in 2005, Craigslist was not bad. I'm strictly mobile, and so when I advertised, I've advertised on Craigslist. Craigslist actually helped me, I mean, 
build my business pretty quickly, as well as word of mouth. So when people found me on Craigslist, they would call me, get their spray tans, and then they would love it, and then they would go ahead and refer their friends and families. And so that's actually one way how my business grew very quickly. Um, I always tell people, though, if you're advertising on Craigslist you know, and you're mobile, have some type of, you know, something to keep you protective because you never know whose house you're going to Mm -hmm. you know always go with your gut instinct if you go to a client's house you know and you feel something's not right make an excuse and tell them you have to reschedule yeah but i've met you know through craigslist i've met so many nice clients there and a lot of them actually i became friends with yeah that's very good and very good advice not only for people you find on craigslist but anywhere people that book with you it's always important to do a little, you know, background information, maybe check the people out, make sure they are legit <laughs> people. Exactly. And then always be protective and protect yourself and, you know, take some mace. Whatever you need to do, be safe. Exactly. So. Well, I, some people actually, some, you know, like spray tanners, like on the spray tanning forums, they'll be like, oh, I take mace. Well, mace is okay, but if it's windy and you're spraying mace, it's going to backfire on you. So yeah. what you want to do is get a little tiny mini taser and just keep it handy with you just in case never had to use it but it's always there with me yeah and they have pocket size ones i know for sure exactly that's what i have the pocket size one so people never know what's there yeah very good well i haven't heard of um the craigslist obviously that makes sense i haven't heard anybody else saying that that's pretty cool it uh, probably has evolved and changed a lot in the way that it is and has a lot of other competitors and groupon came around a bunch of other things but craigslist is a good place to connect with people at least and definitely get your name out there which is how you use that platform so that was a very smart move yeah no definitely also online online presence too as well when mm-hmm. i teach my spray tan academy classes i always tell people online presence if you want your business to grow you got to get online because how are people going to know if you're not online how are people how are clients are going to know who you are and what you offer if you're not advertising yourself online or anywhere really Yep, yep. Online is is the number one thing. Obviously, I'm a big proponent of that. I have the the tanning uh, the website set up with Happy Tans and things like that. But it's important whether it's through you know Happy Tans or Squarespace or Wix or something. Get online regardless. You need to from the from the get go. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. So, Taryn, as your business has grown over the past twelve years, and I, and we were kind of chatting beforehand, and you said you have some people that work uh, for you. So, how is it? How is your your role changed, you know, on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis from what it used to be to what it is now? Um, well, back in 2005, I, when I started my business, I thought I can be Wonder Woman and do it all myself. So I was actually finding myself tanning clients in Orange County and then driving back to L.A. County and then driving back to Orange County. And I was like, okay, this can't be happening. So what I did was I decided to hire some people. Now, when I hire people, I train them to spray tan how I do, my technique. And so then I asked them, you know, okay, this is the this is the county that you'll be spray tanning in. And if they don't want L.A. County, they can spray in Orange County. That's totally fine. But a lot of people, you know, they decided, oh, I want to be in L.A. County. That's I'm more than happy for that one because I don't like driving in the alley traffic. Yeah. But I've hired one person, and then I found myself I needed to hire another people. And as of today, I have seven people working for me. And I think I'm going to be hiring an eighth person because it's been crazy. That's, that's really cool to hear. And are these people 
So how does that work, if you don't mind me asking? Are they employees of your company? Are they like 1099 contractors? They're 1099s. Yeah. And and uh, I don't know if you want to share, but how do they get paid per 10? Do they get a percentage? How did you come about that, if you don't mind sharing? Well, a lot of people, from what I've found, a lot of people, a lot of tanning companies, you know, they give their employees, like, if they work at a salon or even if they do mobile, actually, they give them a percentage. Now, I don't do that. When my girls are working for me, they're driving, using their gas, their time, and their solution. So the clients that they get, and I help them get clients, they keep all that money. I don't get a single cent from that. Now, where I make my money is they buy solution and equipment from me. And so they buy, they all my employees, they use Paradise Bronze tanning solution. So that way, all the spray tans are consistent in color. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And you obviously have an advantage over a lot of people in that they wouldn't be able to do that. And once their employees saw what solution they're using, they're just going to bypass them and go directly to them. But yours yours are not able to do that. So that's a very good setup, though. And obviously, you leave the incentive out there because they're owning technically their own business and they get to go about it and do do what they want with it. So that's that's really good good way to incentivize them to go out and actually grow their the business, which is obviously going to help you grow as well. Exactly. And when I train people, too, when I train people how to spray tan, I give them a choice. You know, if I'm hiring, I'll let them know. I'll be like, okay, you know what? I'm actually, I understand you want to start your own business, but I'm hiring. So if you want to work, you know, be a contractor for me, you're, the option's open. And so sometimes people say yes, and sometimes people stay, say, no, I'm going to go ahead and do my own business. Sure. And for the people that do work um, with you, Taryn, if you want to share, are they... Are they in some kind of contract? I mean, are they able to use other products if they'd like, or are they strictly the Paradise uh, brand? If they have, if they're working strictly for me, and they're, if they're working strictly for me, I want them to use Paradise Bronze because I know what it's capable of doing. I know it's for all skin tones. But if they have a suggestion, a suggestion like, you know, hey, you know what, I found this, I did some research. I did, you know, I found this solution. How about we try it? If they or if they want to try it, then I'll be like, okay, you know what? Let's test it out. Let me test it out on me. And so I'll spray myself with it, you know. And if it's good, I'll be like, yeah, go for it. Go ahead and use it. But if I don't like it, then I'll be like, no, don't use it. If you're working, <laughs> with me, don't use it. That's good. That's an, and then because if that happens, you know, and a client doesn't like the solution or something, they'd be like, it's all going to fall back on me. Yep. That's very true, but that's that's good that you at least yeah that's good that you at least have the open mind and you know at least hey bring this to us and we'll see if it passes the test uh, so to speak so that's at least you keep it like that and it's not you know my way or the highway kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's not my way or the highway. It's just you know, I'm always open minded. Like our for the rapid tan, I use um, Black Magic Vibe Two Hour Dark. Mm-hmm. A lot of my a lot of my clients love it, and so do my technicians too. They're like, oh my god, this stuff is great. <laughs> Very cool. Well, that's that's good that you run it like that. And sounds like the structure you have set up, not only that, but just being open minded and being there and being receptive to the people that are working for you helps them feel a lot more as a, a part of the team and not just somebody that's uh you know doing whatever you say. So that's that's a good setup. Absolutely. And uh, Taryn, so 
over the years, obviously, your business has changed. It's grown a lot uh, in the past 12 years. So if you had to pinpoint one thing and say that that was the the best thing that you did, the most uh, beneficial thing that you've done for your business to help it grow, what would you say that that was? The fitness industry. I um, Back in, well, actually, to help my business grow, I, in 2009, I've added spray tan training. And because in Southern California, I've noticed that a lot, there were a lot of people that a lot of girls that were just popping up everywhere starting to spray tan. Now, I understand that one can order solution and a spray tan machine through eBay or Amazon, which I don't suggest anybody do. But, um, and then they're, you know, they'll watch a few YouTube videos and they'll go out and spray people. But the thing is, I get a lot of clients that say, can you fix my tan? I'm wondering, oh, my God, what did I do? And so I ask them, okay, what happened? And they usually tell me that, you know, they've gone to another tanning company and their tan's blotchy. And it's like, ooh, hello. So I ask them questions and all that. And they end up telling me, for some reason, clients tell you everything about a tanning company or the past ones they've been to, which is like, okay, I really don't need to hear this, but hey, I'm open. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, because right. I, have, I actually have a lot of friends in the tanning industry, you know, so it's like, oh, geez, it kind of puts me in a rock and a hard place, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but from what I found, though, it seems like, you know, a lot of people don't get the proper training for spray tanning. And so that's where I say, you know what, that's it. I'm going to start training people how to do it properly. Yeah. You know? And that's one of the best things, you know that I've added to to grow my business. Another one is the fitness industry. In 2011, I met a girl, and she was in the fitness industry, and she wanted me to spray tan her clients, who were, one of them was, actually two of them were competing in a fitness show. And so at that time, I didn't know what to use, you know, so I had to do my research, and I found, okay, there's Dream Tan, which is uh, makes people like looking like a, an Academy Awards statue. There's Protan, there's Jantana, and I think back then, actually, there was a Norvell Blackout, too. So I tested them all out, and this client, she did not like any of them. And then I found out she was a judge for fitness shows, and I was like, oh, great. So I got to really impress her. And so I was doing everything I can, you know, for solutions to make her happy, but nothing worked. And so we actually went to, we actually did, um... Norvell Blackout. She didn't really like it, but she said it was the best out of the ones that I've used on her. And so we did that to tan her clients. And But I actually, she inspired me to create my own fitness competition tanning solution. So I did that, and we did the recipe in about four months, got it perfect. She liked it. We tested out on other judges in the fitness industry because as I mean, judges are the ones that tan. The judges are the ones that judge on a tan. They know what they're looking for. And so that's why I actually asked, you know, got judges approval. And so then that's how I had my power comp tanning solution. And since I think about maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, I started to sell that worldwide. Actually recently sold some in Canada and they absolutely loved it. But, um, the oh um for the fitness industry another thing that inspired me was to be a competitor she kind of pushed me into 
you know, I told because I told made a comp I made a comment at a fitness show and I told her, you know, hey, this looks like fun. She's like, really? Would you do it? Man, yeah, just once. So she actually trained me and told me, all right, you're going to do a show, and I actually did, and I got third place. And so from then, since then, I've did like 16 shows since 2012. Wow. And so I became a fitness competitor in the bikini category. I've became a creator, well, creative power competition chain solution, and I judge for a few shows as well. Wow. So I think adding that in my business was besides adding the spray tan training those two were the best things that I've ever done and it helped my business grow tremendously that's very that's very good and uh, you know a lot of people have had on this show do training as well so there's kind of a variety of different things there's obviously no real barrier to entry for people so there's a number of different ways to get trained or certified if you want to call it that in the in the industry but you know like i tell everyone find the one that that fits your needs and kind of go with that and go with your gut obviously there's tons of different options out there but absolutely find one that that fits for you and the competition thing is huge i know a lot of people want to get get into that world because of the way that it works and i you know as far as i understand you you get out there and spray a lot of people for the competition and you get in with some of these you know judges or even the the actual uh, show itself so you can kind of be the the one that does that it seems like a very good way to get into that business and get your name out there even more absolutely i mean for one to be for one to get into the fitness industry and tan for and tan for um fitness shows to be the official tanner for some shows you can easily make up to i mean depending on how many shows you have so, like, for instance, I tan 11 shows in a year, and I can literally make up to almost 90000 in just that. Wow. So it's a great, I mean, it's a great way to add revenue to your business, you know. But I tell people, you know, because a, a lot of spray tanners, you know, they ask about competition tanning and, they, you know, they say, yeah, I have a show to, I have a show that I'm going to be tanning for. And so I always ask them, do you know how to spray tan? Now, obviously you do, but have you ever tanned for a show? And they say no. And I always tell them, it's best that you get the proper training. Because if you're going to spray tan for a fitness show and you've never done it, you are throwing yourself into the wolves. Yeah. And seen this happen many 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 times and it's like uh oh they're gonna yeah no it's not gonna work out that well yeah so i know it's a it is a different technique different solutions obviously used i think you do offer training for that so obviously anybody that has questions can reach out to you we'll get your information and put it below the interview as well and if you had any pointers for people i mean if you don't mind sharing how do people go about even contacting or getting in because i'm assuming a lot of the established shows now work with uh, contractors or people like yourself so is there a best avenue obviously you met somebody through the show but um or that was part of the show so do you have any advice or tips on tip on that how i started off in the fitness industry um well it was for like i said the girl that i met back in the days who was a judge for she was a judge for fitness america and she still is and through her I've actually had people come up to me, you know, liking my spray tans for fitness competitions. And so they would ask me, 
did I get it from somebody or where do I get my spray tan from? And I would tell the promoters, no, this is actually a solution that I created. And I have my husband tan me with it for my shows. And so then it would actually go from there to, oh, can we hire you? We need a spray tanner for our upcoming show. And I was wondering if we could hire you. So that's, you know, people come to me, promoters will come to me and ask me. Sometimes, you know, I'll, you know, do a little email to, you know, certain shows that I don't even know about. You know, I'll ask them, hey, you know what? My name is Sonson. I'll give them a little information about myself and my business and um, my background in the fitness industry. And I'll ask them, you know, do you need a spray tanner? So that's actually one way you can get into the fitness industry to tan for them. You know, just ask. Yeah. You know, email them, ask, call them if you can, you know, if there's a number. Very good. Yeah, that's good advice. A lot of people want to get into that, and it's probably not the best place to start. You probably want to have some kind of foundation and training and some experience first, but once you get in there and, you know, go through a training like yourself and kind of get out there and practice and things like that, it sounds like, you know, obviously using the right technique and product will make a world of difference, but if you get in with those people, like you said, a great way to add some additional revenue and kind of probably offset the slower times of the year for you, because you can go ahead and bank on pretty much getting that amount of volume every year i'm sure now moving forward exactly Very yeah, it's cool. a great industry to work in i love i absolutely love it yeah it sounds like most people that do really love it not only for the money obviously but you get to meet a ton of people and just connect with people and get your brand out there and you know all the above so it's very it's a very good industry absolutely a lot of times a lot a lot of what uh what fitness comp- competitors love they love that i don't only spray tan them but I also compete with them on stage. So yeah. they feel so much comfortable when I do that, you know. And so I'll be I'll be going, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm literally the crazy spray tanner that I will tan for a show and I'll compete at the same time. So my husband's like, Okay, are you nuts? You're gonna spray tan fitness competitors and you're gonna compete as well? <laughs> yes. And it what totally works too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I've done it, you know, and it's like peak week for me, so I'm peak week, or, you know, we're like eating little to none type thing, you know. Oh, gosh. But I totally, I, it's like a more of a mind over matter thing. I tell myself, I know, I can do this. I've got this. I've done this plenty of times, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, competitors, fitness competitors, they love that. Oh, my God. The tanner's on stage with us. That's too cool. <laughs> and they feel comfortable. They feel comfortable because they don't think of me as just a tanner they think of me as okay she puts herself in our shoes one of them yeah definitely and props to you because i just did the whole 30 with my wife and that was tough enough not to eat all this dairy and cheese you know cheese and carbs and sugar and i can't imagine not being able to eat anything like they like you have to do uh, to fast there leading up to it so more power to you (laughs) chicken fish vegetables two ounces if it fits in your palm you're good to go it's like oh oh yes just that's just the appetizer <laughs> yeah exactly awesome well uh, Taryn you've kind of touched on one of these questions but I, I like to ask what type of equipment solution you use obviously we know that you use your own solution um, the, the Paradise brand but what about equipment if you don't mind sharing equipment I use you know when I first when I first started out I used the Iwata PowerJet Pro and the reason being is a great machine it was a Tanya Essentials glance Great machine. Love the way it sprayed. It sprayed like an ultrafine mist. But I've had that machine for quite some time. And then, but from what the manufacturer told me, 
at the uh, tanning store. She said that the tanning essentials lost their license to ship over here to the U.S. So I was like, uh-oh. And so now I had to obviously upgrade and switch to a different tanning machine. So I wanted something that was similar to the tanning essentials. So what I got was the Aura Allure. That one was very, very, very close to spraying like the Tanning Essentials Glam Machine. And that's the machine that I use now. I use that for, I use that for everything, for tanning my everyday clients to tanning fitness competitors. I've actually mastered that machine on body contouring as well. It's very hard to do it with that machine, but it's very possible. And so that machine is actually a workhorse. I mean, some people some people think, oh, no, don't get that machine because it's not good. This machine, I have full confidence in it. I've tanned, actually, I mean, I've tanned 35 people back-to-back with that machine. Mm-hmm. So I have full confidence in that machine, and it never gave me an issue whatsoever. Awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about it. Obviously, I've seen that when there's tons of options, again, with, with equipment, just like solution and training as well, but... I think a lot of people worry about, hey, what's the volume, what's the noise level and all this. There's, you know, for me, it's like the noise level is, they're all pretty similar, honestly. I mean, they're going to make noise that are producing a lot of power. And then for most of them, they say maximum tans, X, whatever the number is. But, you know, I've seen people, like you said, 20 with that. I've seen the small machines do 30. You know, there's, it's just taking care of it and cleaning and stuff makes a huge difference. But most of them are, are pretty good you know machine so that's cool that yeah, you there's use a lot that. of good machines out there i've tested out the maximus i've actually trained a um i trained a client at a salon a couple of months ago and at the salon they use the maximus um the spray was not bad at all but the gun was so heavy you know it's like mm-hmm. oh my harm's gonna fall off yeah here. <laughs> yeah yeah those stainless steel guns are a little heavier than the plastic ones so that's definitely mm-hmm. something to watch out for Oh, yeah, definitely. So if you're mobile and you're doing tan, tan after tan after tan, you might want to go with a light gun. Good advice. Lighter than like, the pras- like the plastic ones. Believe it or not, the plastic ones are not bad at all. No, they're, they're not. Bad. Very, I mean, shoot. Yep. They're I, not, definitely not high maintenance. Yeah, I've used both, and I use the Apollo brand mainly, but still, they're just, okay. it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter, plastic or stainless steel. You you learn with them. They, they do different outputs as far as the spray, but once you learn, it's... Yeah. It works. So. Oh, absolutely. And Taryn, so back when you started in 2005, I'm not sure how many options there were for training or certification, but did you go through any yourself, or did you just kind of jump in and learn the ropes on your own? No, what I did was um, I went through, what was that company back in the days? NTTI? Yeah, National Training, Tanning Training Institute, yeah. I went through them. I went through... A was it ATTI or ATI American Training Institute for Tanning? I decided let's get more certificates, you know, more the merrier type thing. But <laughs> a lot of times, I a lot of times, I mean, there's so much information on the internet about spray tanning that, as everybody knows, what is true on the internet, what is not true on the internet. And so what I do is I actually talk to the manufacturers who make the tanning solution I ask them all my questions and they give me straight answers and I figure they'd be the perfect person to ask because they're the ones that make the tanning solution they're the ones that are in the labs making the solution you know and doing whatever they need to do 
And so they'd be the perfect person to go ahead and let me know, okay, this is what you do for tanning, you know, and all far as DHA percentages and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's cool. And it's obviously, like we said earlier, it's completely changed now. There's a whole variety of different training opportunities online and Skype and in person. So do your do your uh, research and find which one uh, best fits you, and, you know, hopefully that will work out for, for you. Exactly. Spray tanning actually came like secondhand to me though because like I mentioned when I was 15, I'm 42 now, but when I was 15 years old I took so many art classes in airbrush arts and so to me spray tanning was like, oh, this is just like spray tanning on, this is like spraying on canvas, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Simple. It is, it's an art. I feel like it comes more natural to some people than others. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it definitely is an art. And if you have the art, you're going to do really well in it. Yeah. And those who, those who don't pick it up naturally from the get-go, I feel like, you know, don't get frustrated. Um, you'll learn. It's not it's not too terribly difficult. You'll learn. I mean, just practice, practice, practice. I mean, some of the people we've had on this, uh, the Happy Tans podcast, six months, a year before they even had a paying client. So it might take time, but, you know, some people quicker, some people longer, but... It might take time, but if you really want to do it, you know, you'll get it. So, Exactly, yeah. It's, it does definitely take practice, you know. If you're not the artsy type of person, you know, but you're in spray tanning, definitely practice, practice, practice until you feel comfortable, until you've got it down pretty good, you know. And then go for, you know, okay, now I'm ready to go ahead and charge, a, you know, a client a spray tan. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Well, Taryn, we'll go ahead and wrap that up with the last question here, and that is if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out, what would you say? Huh. I was <laughs> Good question. If I were to write a letter, I would say, Dear Taryn. Oh, that's a good question, actually. I really <laughs> don't have an answer for that, but if I did, it probably would be, Dear Taryn. What is making you want to own a spray tanning business and why? And I would answer that by because it's an art. It's something that I love. It's something that people like having it done to them as far as getting a spray tan and being the best out there for them and giving them top customer service. Yeah. That's very good. And starting, you kind of, you know, ask yourself why you wanted to get into it and things like that. And that's a good thing to start with because you have to have the why and something that drives you beyond just, you know, making money or whatever the other uh, things are for you. But you need to kind of have something behind that. So that's good. And starting with the, you know, making people feel good. And obviously the customer service aspect is a very good foundation for any business. Yeah, it was, you know, it was when I first started off, it was never, ever about making money. I mean, don't get me wrong, it helps, you know, but it was more, I had a passion for spray tanning. I had a passion for, I've got, you know, I have a passion for helping people look better and feel more confident about themselves. You know, it was more of a passion than making money. Yeah, very good. And and music... Of it. It's yeah. still the same thing. It's still my passion. Yeah. And it needs to come from something deeper, like like you're saying, than just money. So that's that's good that you share that with us. 
Awesome. Well, Taryn, I appreciate it. Thanks again. Such short notice for jumping on here. Thanks for sharing the information. You're the one, first one we've had on that specialized in the, the competition side of things. So that's a lot of useful information, a whole other avenue for people that haven't even considered that yet. So thanks for sharing all that information. If people want to reach out to you, what's the best way for them to do that? I'll also link this down below. But if you just want to share that you know, email address or website. They could go ahead and email me at info at spraytanacademy.com. They can also and they could also text me as well or call me at area code 626-202-7923. Awesome. That's a first, Jared. Yeah, thanks any for sharing. <laughs> oh, believe it or not, I've get, you know, I've get a lot of emails, I get a lot of Facebook private messages. I get a lot of text messages from different tanning companies or just, you know, just any, people in general that ask have questions about spray tanning or competition tanning. So yeah. I'm available for any. I'm open. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all the information you have. Thank you so much for being so open to, to talk to people and help them. I really appreciate that. I know the whole Sunless Tanning community does as well. So thank you so much again for joining us, and I hope that you have a wonderful day and Memorial Day weekend. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Take care, Taryn. Thank you. All right. You too. Thank you. Have a happy Memorial Day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, Happy Tans listeners, thank you so much for joining us here on episode 14 of the Happy Tans podcast with Taryn Luquin from Paradise Airbrush Tanning in sunny Southern California. She shared some great information on how she started her business utilizing Craigslist, how people contacted her through MySpace back in 2005 when she started. Not only that, but some really good insight into the tanning, or excuse me, the training industry into the competition industry, which a lot of people are interested in. She let us know that that can add a huge uh, plus to your business and a lot of revenue to the bottom line. So a great opportunity for those of you who are just starting out, get certified in, in the uh, in competition tanning and also go through and get some good products as well. She shared some great information there and also even dropped in her email address and phone number if you have any questions for her. So feel free to reach out to her if you do. Thank you so much again for joining us today. Thank you so much to our guest, Taryn Luquin from Paradise uh, Airbrush Tanning in Southern California. I hope that everyone has a wonderful day.